0: Well, it's wonderful to be in the house of the Lord this morning. If you have your Bibles, please turn to the 71st Psalm. The word resort, one that affords aid or refuge, something that you choose for help. To do or use something, especially because no other choices are possible. A place where people go for vacations. You know, the Lord wants to be our resort. Not our last resort, as some definitions imply. Not our go-to If nothing else works, not our fallback, if all else fails. Psalm 71, verses 1 to 3, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness, and cause me to escape. Incline thy ear unto me, and save me. Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. The New Living Version. Be a rock to me where I live, where I may always come and where I will be safe, for you are my rock and my safe place. The Lord knows when He is last resort, when His comfort and joy and peace and supply are last resort, when His prescriptions are last resort, when His ways like prayer and praise and word are last resort. When his presence is last resort, when his dwelling his house is last resort, the Wycliffe Bible, be thou to me and to God a defender, and into a strengthened place that thou make me safe. For thou art my steadfastness and my refuge. God, be thou my defender and a place of strength where I shall be safe. For thou art my steadfastness and my refuge. The King James Version lays out the heart cry of the psalmist. Verse 1 begins with a statement, a declaration, a commitment, a voicing of decision. These words, in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. All that every man and woman, every child, every youth, every young adult would make this their statement, their declaration and their commitment, the voicing of decision. You know, I can say today, the requests that follow the psalmist's statement are fully met by the Lord and in the Lord. Listen to the text. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thine ear unto me and save me. Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. This is our God. I share with you these words. Be thou my strong habitation. Permit me to enter into thee and be as much at home as a man in his own house. And then suffer me to remain in thee as my settled abode. Whereas foes molest me, I need a dwelling framed and bulwarked to sustain a siege and resist the attacks of armies let then thine omnipotence secure me and be as a fortress unto me here we see a weak man but he is in a strong habitation his security rests upon the tower in which he hides and is not placed in jeopardy through his personal feebleness whereunto I may continually resort fast shut in this castle against all adversaries its gates they cannot burst open the drawbridge is up the portcullis is down the bars are fast in their places but there is a secret door by which friends of the great Lord can enter at all hours of the day or night as often as ever they please There is never an hour when it is unlawful to pray. Mercy's gates stand wide open and shall do so till at the last the master of the house has risen up and shut the door. Believers find their God to be their habitation, strong and accessible. And this is for them a sufficient remedy for all the ills of their mortal life. I want to ask the question today. Have we found our God to be our habitation, our resort to which we continually go? He is strong and accessible, and He is no doubt a sufficient remedy for all the ills of our mortal life. One might ask the question, why would one make the Lord their last resort? They've chosen another habitation. They've chosen another security. Their eyes and heart are fixed on another resort. Their frame is stricken with pride, though they may not see it. We could continue with answers to the question, but there are scriptures to read. You know, in the Old Testament, the Ark of the Covenant signified, symbolized, housed the presence of the Lord. 1 Chronicles 13, 1-3. Then David consulted with the captains of thousands and hundreds and with every leader. And David said to all the assembly of Israel, If it seems good to you, and if it is of the Lord our God, let us send out to our brethren everywhere who are left in all the land of Israel, and with them to the priests and Levites who are in their cities and their common lands, that they may gather together to us and let us bring the ark of our God back to us, for we have not inquired at it since the days of Saul." Reading from the Wycliffe Bible, Bring again to us the ark of our God, for we sought not at it in the days of Saul. And then we shall bring back the ark of our God to us, for in the days of Saul we did not resort to it, we did not make use of it. Imagine the presence of the Lord and days in which people did not resort to it, did not make use of it, days upon us. There are many resorts in this world, countless resorts to which mankind goes in order to find aid or refuge, in order to get help, in order to find rest and peace and joy, in order to get answers. What is our resort? If we would make the Lord our resort, our strong habitation, where we continually resort, what a miracle life we would discover. If we look at prayer as an example, there are those that have made this their last resort. When all else fails, pray. When all else fails, run to those that pray. Last ditch effort. What did Oswald Chambers have to say in regard to this? We tend to use prayer as a last resort, but God wants it to be our first line of defense. We pray when there's nothing else we can do, but God wants us to pray before we do anything at all. Imagine how the Lord feels. You know, does God have feelings? You ever consider that He has feelings? How does the Lord feel when people whose hearts and lives He knows turn to Him as last resort, with the form of unholy expectation that He will deliver, as if He were their first resort, their perpetual and continual resort? Now listen, the Lord is merciful. He's kind. And yet he knows the ways of man well, those that have the pattern set. The Lord as last resort. How could we not read Psalm 91 and drink it in today? Psalm 91 He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge in my fortress, my God in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor of the arrow that flies by day nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. Can you receive the word of the Lord today? A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, Nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he is known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. You know, there it is in verse 9, those words, Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. your habitation. The one to whom you continually resort. Not last resort. Not run into God when all else fails. Run into His Word when all else fails. Run into prayer when all else fails. Listen, the Lord is merciful, but He knows our hearts. He knows the patterns we've set. People of God, trust in the Lord. Make the Lord your habitation. Continually resort to him all the days of your life. In the New Testament, people resorted to Jesus. You say, well, what of it? I'd say, today, resort unto him, and he will teach you. Mark 2, verse 13, And he went forth again by the seaside, and the multitudes resorted unto him, and he taught them. Resort unto him, and he will teach you again and again. Mark 10, verse 1, And he arose from thence, and cometh into the coast of Judea, by the farther side of the Jordan, and the people resort unto him again. And as he won't, he taught them again. Make the Lord your continual resort, the one to whom you go all the days of your life. Spend time with him, make him your habitation. Resort unto him, for everything spoken of him is true. John 10, 41, and many resorted unto him and said, John did no miracle. But all things that John spake of this man were true. The Voice Bible, every word he spoke about this man has come to pass. It's all true. Why would we make the Lord our last resort? When all the words spoken of him are true. Run to him when all else fails. What do you need him to be? He is more than we could ever ask, think, or imagine. Provider, healer, victory, sanctifier, peace, shepherd, righteousness, felt presence, and the list goes on. The Bible declares that he is a strong tower for the righteous. Resort to him. All the days of your life. You know, those that know the Lord as their resort are divinely ruined for the resorts of the world. (laughs) All the things people turn to in this life The things they resort to for answers and for solutions and for rest and for rejuvenation and joy and peace. The things. And what of the places? Think of the places people go. Now thank the Lord for the beautiful places we can go in order to find rest, relaxation, rejuvenation. Experience and adventure. Yet even when in these natural places there is a longing in the heart and soul of the Christian that has made the Lord their resort. Psalm 84.10, for a day in your courts is better than a thousand. A natural resort. And even there, it's the Lord. Fast shut is this castle against all adversaries. Its gates, they cannot burst open. The drawbridge is up. The port closes down. And the bars are fast in their places. But there is a secret door by which friends of the great Lord can enter at all hours of the day or night as often as as ever they please. The resorts of the world in all their beauty cannot compare to the wonder of the Lord. And even in these places, the Christian pines and longs for the Lord. And this new scenery is simply a catalyst for seeking Him and resorting in Him. You know, I don't need to travel far to find my resort. In fact, it's precisely... Where I live and move and have my being. Are you there yet? Or is the Lord still last resort? There was a woman resorting by a riverside one day. What kind of resorting was taking place? Well, let's read Acts 16, verses 13 to 15. I don't know what you do at the riverside. And on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by a riverside where prayer was wont to be made. And we sat down and spake unto the women which resorted thither. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, who worshiped God heard us, whose heart the Lord opened she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. And when she was baptized and her household, she besought us, saying, If ye have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. Did you know that next Sunday a.m. we're headed to the river? The waters of baptism? And to these we shall resort. If you're not baptized, now is the time. Don't put it off. The Bible says, repent, be baptized, and be filled with the Holy Ghost. The message on the Sabbath, we left the city and went down along the river, where we had heard that there was to be a prayer meeting. Not fishing. Well, a different type. We took our place with the women who had gathered there and talked with them. One woman, Lydia, was from Thyatira and a dealer in expensive textiles, known to be a God-fearing woman. As she listened with intensity to what was being said, the master gave her a trusting heart, and she believed. After she was baptized along with everyone in her household, People of God, resort, resort to the river of God. This woman resorted to the river to pray. The Bible says that this woman worshipped God, and there was a day when there was a divine appointment that changed her and her household forever. Some men of God showed up at the river and spoke of the things of the Lord. The Bible says that this woman heard them, God opened her heart. She heard what they had to say. She believed and her and her household were baptized. You know what else happened to her? A surge of divine hospitality took over. Reading from the message, after she was baptized along with everyone in her household, she said in a surge of hospitality, if you're confident that I am with you in this. Confident, I'm in this with you. And believe in the master, truly come home with me and be my guests. We hesitated. But she wouldn't take no for an answer. You know, people that make the Lord their resort are different. And people that make the Lord their resort, even when they're down by the river edge, they have encounters with God experiences with the Lord that change them the Lord is their resort you know there's a startling verse rather verses found in the book of Jeremiah Jeremiah 2 verses 31 and 32 old generation see ye the word of the Lord Have I been a wilderness unto Israel, a land of darkness? Wherefore say my people, we are lords, we will come no more unto thee. Can a maid forget her ornaments, or a bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me, days without number. the Lord forgotten, days without number, the Lord having become their last resort. Imagine how the Lord felt. Imagine how the Lord feels. I share these words, and although they speak a prayer, they reach beyond just prayer. so many Christians today are being plundered by Satan. Their homes are in turmoil. They are plagued with fear and guilt. They face trouble on all sides. The problems our ministry reads about in letters from Christians are overwhelming. But to be truthful... So few believers who are facing difficulties turn to the Lord in fervent prayer. Few today have consistent daily quality time alone with God in prayer. Too often, despair sets in because they do not go to the secret place to unburden their souls and cry out their sorrows to the Lord. Instead, they tell all of their problems to friends, pastors, counselors and they neglect the Lord who waits to have them all alone we pray as a last resort could God be grieved with this generation the same way he was with Israel he said of them my people have forgotten me days without number God is pleased when we run to him first When we make special time to be alone with Him, pouring out our innermost feelings and laying our petitions before Him, we have no right to say we love the Lord if we don't spend time with Him on a regular basis. Any couples in the house? Go declare that you love your wife and don't spend any time with her. What kind of love do you have? These are not my words, yet I'll make them mine. We have no right to say we love the Lord if we don't spend time with him on a regular basis. He will hear your prayers and answer, but he needs you alone so he can speak to you in a quiet moment. May you make quality time for him, trusting him with your petitions. Need a resort? Make the Lord your resort. The text, in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thine ear unto me and save me. Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Continually resort to him. Unto the Lord for all the days of your life. Make the Lord your resort, not your last resort. For then you shall dwell and live in and out of peace, rest, solace, and security. And there will be refreshing. There will be perpetual and continual refreshing if you will resort continually to the Lord rather than run into Him. As a last resort, last ditch effort, run to those that know the Lord. continually resort to him and your peace your joy your sanity your relaxation and restoration security assurance hope will not be relegated to an earthly thing or location for these are fixes that never fully satisfy and the satisfaction wanes and fades listen the Lord is the answer today the Lord is the answer nothing else no one else not some place the lord is the answer run to the lord can have the worship team return today You know, if we will make the Lord our resort, in Him living and moving and having our very being, nothing will be able to shake us. And we will have the Lord as our assurance. I would say today, believers, find your God to be your habitation, strong and accessible. This is for us a sufficient remedy for all the ills of our mortal life. You know it pains me when I hear people looking to the Lord as a last resort. When it is witnessed, no, the Lord is no fool. Treating the Lord as a last resort, there are the Lord forgotten days without number. How do you feel, Lord? The day to decide to make the Lord our resort. To continually go to Him. Revelation 18:2. Reading from the amplified. Don't have it on the big Bible. And he shouted with a mighty voice, She has fallen. Mighty Babylon has fallen. She has become a resort and dwelling place for demons, a dungeon haunted by every loathsome spirit, an abode for every filthy and detestable bird. Now, whatever... The exact city Babylon here indicates human civilization arrayed in opposition to God and ready to be judged. As believers, the Lord is our resort. The Lord is the one to whom we continually go and continually run. He is our first resort for Babylon. And the citizens of Babylon, it's not this way arrayed in opposition to God, Babylon haunted, and we see the type that resort here. Demons, loathsome spirits, every filthy and detestable bird. Those who have ears to hear today, let them hear what the Spirit would say. For the people of God, it's different. We live in this world, but we don't run to the things of this world. Things and places are not our resort. Things and places that are good simply a catalyst for resorting in the Lord. Make the Lord your resort. Go to him all the days of your life. Don't get caught up in the ways of Babylon, in the ways of the world, in the ways of the ungodly. The Lord is our all-sufficient one. We stand today. Lord, we love you. Where would we be without your presence? You are a resort, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord.